And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister Mary. How you doing? What's up, everybody? And this week we are covering more of Season 8 of The Office with Episodes 21 and 22, Angry Andy and Fundraiser. Now, before we get started this week, Mayor Bear, let everybody know what we talked about last week. Last week, Kevin gave the lowest score of either of us of the entire series with a yeah. .5 to get the girl. Um, so basically, Andy went to Florida to get Aaron hijinks ensues. <laughs> Nellie Bertram comes up and basically usurps Andy's job and everybody tries to resist until she gives them all raises to win their affection. And California does nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So then we have Welcome Party where Andy and Aaron come back and find <sighs> out that... <laughs> yeah. Or no, that's this episode. No, no, no. no. Yeah, Welcome Party is... Nellie's they... overwhelmed with moving in. They throw yeah. a really bad welcome party, and Andy breaks up with Jessica in the worst possible way at a bachelorette party. Yeah, um, and the the we find out that Nellie's ex boyfriend, who left her high and dry, is a magician. They hired a magician for the welcome party. The best part of this episode was Jim and Pam shitting on the magician. <laughs> it really was, actually. Yeah. Yeah. To to to, def- to defend Nellie because Jim found out that. Oh, she yeah, had a screwed up path. they tried to humanize her. Yeah. It doesn't give her any redeeming qualities, though. But that brings us to this week, Season 8, Episode 21. And I, I want to first say sorry, guys, because we realized <laughs> after we finished last episode, like, we wanted to get done with it because it was <laughs> we so terrible. It. We hated it. That we were like, oh, fuck, we forgot to say what the next episodes are. So this week it's Episode 21, Angry Andy, and Episode 22, Fundraiser. And I'm going to kick it off with Episode 21. <laughs> So our cold open is, um, it's raining, and we find out that Phyllis has, like, the same 12 cliches every time it rains. So Jim decided to make a game out of it and said that if they can get her to say all 12 of them before noon, he'll send out for, like, a little treat for everybody. Hot chocolate. So we see Daryl talking to Phyllis, and he's like, how was your drive-in? She goes... Oh, nobody knows how to drive in the rain. There's one. This is our mom. <laughs> Roads are the slickest in the first half hour, you know. There's two. Don't you know? Don't you know? She becomes very, like, yeah, very She becomes mom. very, yeah. Um, and then Phyllis is talking to Oscar. They're watching the rain out the window. Like, there's no work getting done this morning. <laughs> They're all just watching the rain. Yeah, and she's like, oh, the plants are going to love this. And Oscar, like, turns around. He's like, plants. <laughs> and then... This is the creepiest one. Oscar, Pam, and um, oh, who else is with him? Is it, oh, it's um, oh shit. There's another guy. Is it Kevin? It Daryl, I think. Oh, okay. They're all standing outside of the women's restroom <laughs> with the door propped slightly open, and you just see Meredith and um, Phyllis says, "Oh, I sleep better when it rains," and they're all just like, "Yes." Yeah, they point to Jim. They're like, "Enough." <laughs> yeah, and um, so basically, time's almost up. It's like. 11.58, and they're like, there's only one left. There's only one that's missing. So they try to bait Phyllis into saying it, but she's just like, they're like, is there anything that the rain makes you want to do, Phyllis? And she's like, I don't know what you mean. And then I think Pam literally is just like, aren't some things just better when it <laughs> rains? And Jim's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> don't lead. You're breaking the rules here. <laughs> 
And um, she doesn't say it. And it's noon. And they're like, that's time, everybody. And they're like, no. <laughs> so then we get a talking head of Phyllis. And she's like, normally, the rain makes me want to stay at home curled up with a good book. But everybody's being so nice to me today. <laughs> it's nice to be here. <laughs> yeah, she's happy to be at work. And it's so funny because normally people don't talk to her like that. You're giving her so much attention. It's a good, solid cold I liked open. it. I thought it was funny. It's, I like the when they do the cold opens that focus on like a... A, a non a side character. character. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like the one with Stanley's mustache yes, last week. Like, that's exactly. Cool. So now um, Andy and Aaron walk in. Of course, they have to sing because they're obnoxious. Um, and they're like, "My girlfriend's back," and Aaron's like, "It's me." Oh Jesus! So now we see Kevin walk up and he high fives her, and he's wearing the tightest, tightest well, uh, button-up sweater, <laughs> and it says "See you" on it. It's Andy's Cornell University yeah, it's, sweater. It's like a sausage casing on him. Yep, and he goes, I just wish it had pockets. And he's just rubbing his belly. <laughs> he's rubbing his belly. Oh, it's so <laughs> Like awesome. as if there were be- or pockets there. It's so big. You're so, so tight. Yeah, so then we are looking around and we see Old Salty or Captain Salty or whatever. <laughs> and Dwight's like, oh, Nelly, let me bobbleize him. He's now Captain Mutato. And that takes him into like his X-Men fanfic. Yep. And basically, he's like, I only write about his mermaid making love half. Oh, because he's half man, half yeah. fish. Yeah, half mermaid. Yeah. And uh, the mermaid part just makes love. My fan fiction's about the latter. <laughs> t- t- like, writing mermaid erotica. I love it. Yeah, I didn't think about it in the, those terms. Yeah. but that's, Like if Ariel that's and Scuttle got together. Oh, my God. <laughs> Disney <laughs> Files, I'm so sorry. This goes back to that like season seven episode when Phyllis talked about bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good moment. <laughs> so now, um, Andy's basically seeing that all of his shit's been distributed from his office to everybody else. So Andy goes in and he's like, hey, I'm Andy. Uh, thanks for filling in. I'm here for my job back. And she's just like, no. <sighs> and he's like, yeah, no, but it's my job. No. That's all she fucking says. Yeah. So now Jim, Pam, Kelly, and Kelly's new boyfriend, who we learn is Ravi. Yeah sitting in the break room and he's like making a joke about a baby like how to settle it down or some shit like that he's like no that's for jim no you could do the same thing for the baby because <laughs> <laughs> he's their pediatrician yeah we find out he's their pediatrician and he asked if they knew any nice girls so of course they set him up with kelly of course and um jim goes yeah because they're both indian and pam's <laughs> like what no it was to get her away from ryan so then, like, the four of them are sitting in there, and Ryan sticks his head out of his office, which is the janitor's closet, <laughs> from when Jim was manager yep. eons ago. His St. Pauli girl sign is still it's up. It's still up there. And he uh. goes, also, don't shake the baby. It's not good. <laughs> and parents get frustrated. It's not good to shake the baby. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, is that, is that, okay, thanks, Ryan. He goes, yeah, you know, some people just don't know, man. You can't shake them. <laughs> so now, um... Like they all, he goes back into his little hut, and um, he comes out like Pan or <clears throat> Kelly and Robbie go to her desk, and he's asking Jimmy about Pam. them. Yeah, and he's like, "Is it bad? Like, I know I'm not with Ke- like I'm not with Kelly anymore. She's free to do whatever she wants, but like, I don't want her to date." And then he says, I'd rather her be alone than with somebody else. Is that love? <laughs> and Jim's like, yeah, man, that's that's about as close as you're going to get. Because you're a psychopath. I like it. So now Robert California and Andy go in and try to remove Nellie. And she just keeps saying no. Like, she's literally not even just no, no. And Robert's like, well, I'm not accustomed to being told no. And this is where she uses, like we talked last week, like yeah. she encourages... Robert California 
in his sexual Conquest. flirtation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But she's not really allowing him. Like, you shall not pass. Yeah, yeah. That's Lord of the Rings thing, I think, guys. Is it? I think. I've seen memes. I shall, I shall not. I don't know. You shall not pass. I don't know what the context of that is. That but sounds something, something else. Is that uh, like... I thought that was Gandalf. Is, is that his name, Gandalf? Uh, I, is, is it Dumbledore? I think they were played by the same person for a time. I have no fucking idea. I don't either. Wait. Dumble, Dumbledore's Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, like bearded wizard people. I don't well, know. Uh, yeah, I mean, same thing. I have no fucking idea. But, um, so let's see. Um, oh yeah. And then she goes, well, Bobby, you better get used to it. Because then you'll know how good <clears throat> it feels to when they finally say yes. Because she's going to suck him. Suck him dry. Yes. <laughs> and then Robert California disgustingly is turned on by this. And says that they're adults and they should figure it out on themselves, uh, by their, by For themselves. themselves. Yes. And then he's like rubbing Andy's arm, like stroking his arm. <laughs> and in a talking head, he says he doesn't let sexual desire affect his business decisions. So he finds that when he is, uh, aroused that it's best for him to leave and then not return until he's made love. And then he thinks about the decision. <laughs> Warren Buffett does that. Yeah. <laughs> 88-year-old Warren Buffett just slamming ham. Jesus Christ. So now Nellie uh, tells Andy that she's going to count down from five, and if he's not out of her office, she's going to deduct his pay by $100. So he does it, or he doesn't leave, and she goes, Angela, took Andy's pay $100. And she's like, on it. Then Andy tries to do the same thing, and Angela's nowhere to be found. Mm -hmm. So then they do it again, and she docks it 200 pounds, or 200 pounds. 200 pounds. $200. And Angela's like, on it! And he's just like, what the fuck? And then we're like in a talking head, and he talks about his anger issues, and there's a montage of like his freak ass from 30 pounds ago. <laughs> Dude, he was he was beefy. He was uh, like, swollen. The clip they showed in Stanford yeah. with like his he had the dumb like Philip Rivers haircut. Yeah, yeah. thirty pounds ago, man. <clears throat> so then Nellie's like, "Let's go for ten thousand <laughs> And Andy leaves the office, and then she sounds like an evil Mrs. Potts right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Napkins, get into your your blah blah blah. Chip, you're going in the incinerator. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. So anyway, um, Aaron and Andy leave for the day, and they're like, we're going to have a hot date tonight. Yep. So it's the next day, and Aaron is approaching Andy in the break room, and she's like, listen, it's not a big deal. Apparently, Andy couldn't get it up last night. Yeah, he was impotent. Yeah. So um, Andy gets like really peeved because she keeps on going, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And he goes, yeah, I know it's not a big deal. And he walks away from <laughs> It definitely <from> wasn't. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So now Ryan and Kelly, they're in the kitchen, and Pam walks in, and he's like, oh, I found all of these old pictures. Remember when you took that of me at the cabin we went to? And it's like him in front of a fire, and it's all pictures of just Ryan. Like yelling, though. Yeah, like, and it's not like him smiling. Like yeah. Kevin said, it's him like yelling or pointing or Well, he said so, he's like, remember when we were fighting when you took this photo? Yeah, and she's like, I don't even remember what we were fighting about. And he goes, because you couldn't decide what you wanted for dinner, remember? <laughs> like, he, he just keeps putting it back on her. Like, he's like... The stereotypical, like, emotionally abusive oh, yeah. boyfriend. Oh, yeah. 100%. And it's not funny, but the way that it's they funny. portray it is funny. <laughs> well, yeah. It, well, she's a victim. Yeah. She's the it's one a, who keeps going back. Yeah, it's a it's cycle. A, it's a very serious issue that a lot of people face, 
but the way that they do it is like so obvious that he's a psychopath. Well, the, the, yeah, they make it, but he never like gets ahead. Yeah. So that's the good part. And she's like not she, portrayed as someone who's damaged, but someone who's stupid. Yeah. So it, it's okay in that context. Yeah. I'd say. But um, so now. Ryan is, like, trying to reminisce and make her remember. And then in the talking head, he's like, I'm in love with Kelly Kapoor. I am right now. It may not be tomorrow. may not stick, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) Like, basically, he's just like, yeah, right now, I'm in love with her. Yep. So then Aaron goes into the stairwell with Dwight and asks that when he lost the manager job... If he ever had softiosis, peniosis, or something Pineal like that. Pineal softiosis, I yeah, think, is the proper term. Yeah, she's idiot. Yeah. And um, Dwight says that he has never, ever experienced anything like that. Washington Monument. <laughs> Eiffel Tower. And she's like, okay, okay, thanks, All Dwight. All I can think of is that dude on Scrubs. It's like a baguette. <laughs> That's all I could fucking think about. That's what Dwight was doing. <laughs> So now, um, Pam is trying to remind Kelly of basically how horrible Ryan was to her. Like, remember when he cheated on you? And she goes, which time? <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. The, it, Ryan's a douche. So now, Dwight is updating <laughs> ne- updating Nellie on, like, the gossip around the office. He's her informant. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and you took Andy's manhood, so congrats on that. And she's like, wait, what? I, I wanted the man's job, not his manhood. Mm-hmm. And then she tries to quote Mar. Margaret Thatcher, Thatcher, but it's not Margaret it's, Thatcher. It's, never saw the movie, never read the book. Like, all right, fucking Dawn, whatever. Yeah. But she's like, take the job, but leave the man his balls. Which just sounds like a very British thing to say. <laughs> okay. I've been watching a lot of British Bake Off. Oh, Brit- it's not the Bake Off. The Great British... Baking y- Champion? Baking Championship. Is it called Bake Off? No, it's the Baking Championship. Bake Off is like a, an American I'm assuming thing. since it's British, Duff Goldman is not there unhinging no, his not. jaw to eat cake. Paul Hollywood. His name is not Paul Hollywood. His name is Paul Hollywood. Like legitimately? That's legitimately, not like a stage name? no. Because that's what I would call myself if I was like a douchebag. <laughs> well, he's a very tan douchebag. In Britain? Yeah, in Britain. A tan Brit? He's like, what? No, well, he's like orange tan. Like he like gets a spray tan. Yeah. Him and Terry Bollea might go to the same spray tanner. <laughs> they might be the same douchebag too. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's Paul, and then Prue, Prue? is another judge. Not a name, I swear to God. Well, like short for Prudence, maybe. Probably. Or Prue. And then um, it's got like two British comedians. Now uh, this season, they Rowan did... Atkinson, Mr. No. Bean. No, <laughs> that'd be I hilarious. Wish. Oh my God. If Mr. Bean didn't Mr. speak, Bean. he's just like yummy. <laughs> I would fucking die if Mr. Bean was a judge. No, like one guy's name is Noel. And he's really no. tall and skinny, and he has black hair, and he's like a self-identified goth. And then a they goth used, comedian, gothic, yeah. They used to have this really adorable little, like she was like four foot eleven. Her name was Sandy, and she, like her and Noel, I love them together. And now was she goth. They had no. She oh. was like in her fifties or sixties. Oh. So it was like a good balance, right? Because goth she's also, tall guy and short. Mrs. She's Doubtfire also a lady. comedian. But now they have... Okay, have you ever seen um, Bridesmaids? The movie? Yeah. I know of it. Okay, so in the very beginning, one of Kristen Wiig's roommates is Rebel Wilson, and the other one is this dude, and he's bald and basically has no eyebrows, no facial hair at all. Does he have alopecia? I don't know, but he's creepy looking. (laughs) And now he's the guy, and he's like... Hello, bikers. I'm like, I I don't like this season. <laughs> it's too British the now. Guy, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the yeah. guy 
it's just, I liked Sandy. I don't like this guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. As long as you have your reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like the way, I don't like the way that one's looking at me. Um, but yeah, no, that's my British experience. Experience. Yes. Yeah, I, had, I had a British experience. <laughs> I went through a phase where I watched baking shows in college. <laughs> Yo, it's so good though. I legitimately almost ordered cable again for like the Halloween Christmas time. <sighs> I'm I'm bummed because this year I missed out on like Halloween warts and I didn't get to watch as much as I usually do. Oh, we can watch it, dude. We can you hear that, everybody. We're gonna watch it. I love it. <laughs> We're gonna go back here in January. We're gonna go back in time <laughs> and watch Halloween wars. <laughs> They're so fun. They are. I, I enjoyed like watching them make like eyes out of glass or Dude, not glass the out of sugar. sugar. The and blown then the sugar, pumpkins, yeah. fucking insane. pumpkin carvers like fascinate me because, because it, how, first of all, how do you figure out you have that skill exactly. and how do you hone it? Because like this is a seasonal fruit. Yeah. How do you hone I think your it's skill? A vegetable. It's, it's like got a seeds. Gourd. It's got seeds. So do cucumbers? Are cucumbers fruit? If tomatoes are. We should. Go- I'm gonna Google this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. We should probably get back to. Yeah. This I just realized episode. we're on the air. <laughs> we're recording this. Sorry, guys. Um, you can fast forward that if you want. <laughs> sorry. Um. So anyway, Nellie's in the conference room. She calls a meeting. Andy's like, "You're not the manager. You can't call a meeting." But since everybody's walking in, he goes like, "Everybody, go to the conference room for a meeting," and then they have like the giant post-it notes. And it's a white paper board, and impotence is on there. <clears throat> Andy misreads it because he's a moron and thinks it says importance, but it's impotence. Impotence. Um, so then Oscar's asking Nellie if she, the person with the issue, needs help. And Nellie says that she's been with several older men and has never had any issues ever. And at the same time, Robert California and Creed both go, How old? <laughs> and they, Creed goes, Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> So now uh, Nellie admits that Dwight told her about um, somebody that was experiencing this issue. And Aaron's like, Dwight, I told you not to say anything. And um, everybody's like really confused. And Dwight says that it's not him, that he will prove it to everybody right then and there. (laughs) And everybody's staring at his crotch. He stands up and shoves it in Angela's face. The only one who's not uh, like engrossed by this was actually grossed out was Angela. <laughs> she was like, Oh my god, Dwight, no And then Andy's He's trying like, to make it grow yeah. like a snake charm. It's amazing. <laughs> and then Andy's like, No, it was me. It was me. And he's like, he I know it. Yeah. He's like, I know everybody has had has been touched with this affliction. And he's like, Tuna and Jim's like, hell no. Yeah, every guy immediately yeah. starts And then Daryl's know. like, I have other issues like uh, with math and I'm overweight, like you're in really great shape, Andy. <laughs> um, and, but nobody else seems to have it. And then Nellie's like, Creed, you're a thousand years old. And he goes, haven't heard any complaints, wouldn't care if I did. <laughs> so then Pam, the bleeding heart of the office, goes, we may have experienced it. And Jim's like, I'm sorry, what? And she goes, a couple times. He goes, a couple times. <laughs> so then she's like, yeah, Jim, go ahead. And he goes, and you she's, know, like, giving him the eyes, like, come on, help yeah, him out. Yeah, be nice. And he yeah. goes, oh, you mean that one time when it was really, really late, and we'd had sex so much already that I was just exhausted. <laughs> He's saying it all half-hearted, too. Like, <laughs> oh, that time I just wanted to have you. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, doesn't like, care. We had so much sex, and I was exhausted. And everybody's like, all right, all right, all right. And Phyllis says that if it makes him feel any better, she didn't have an orgasm until she was 42, and it lasted until she was 44. And I love Robert California's face as she's saying this. Oh, he's just it? like, 
Oh. <laughs> and she goes, 43, I just got nothing done that year. <laughs> like, what? That's hot. So then Gabe suggests that he read in a magazine that prostate stimulation may help with it. And um, Robert California confirms that oh, it works. Shit. He's like, yep, yep, that's the one. Then Dwight offers to rent Andy his um, bovine only rectal electro ejaculator. <laughs> and Robert California asks Andy or anybody else to tell us about the best slash remarkable erection you've ever had. Just goes off the road, off Yo, the rails. Off the rails yeah. so hard. And Aaron's like, Toby, can't you, like, your HR, can't you do something to stop this? <laughs> and Toby says, HR is a joke, Aaron. I can't do anything about anything. <laughs> like, he's he, just done. He waves the white flag. Yeah, he does. So then Nellie says, like, the most important thing is not to stress about it. And then I love Robert's talking head, and he's just laughing. He's like, I almost didn't come in today. <laughs> uh, so then Andy's on the phone with his dad, trying to save face about his demotion. And Aaron just starts freaking out on Nellie. Yeah. And she's like, take your own fucking messages, bitch! Throws the fucking phone at her. And Nellie's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then Andy announces that their sex life is none of their business. Aaron screams that Nellie is not the manager. Andy says he earned the job after Robert got it and quit. And then Robert tries to calm him down. Andy tries to throw his chair at Robert. Yeah, he like flings it. Yeah. Um, and then Andy goes over and takes the photo of Nellie off the wall and throws it on the ground and smashes it. And then punches the wall in the same exact spot that he did in season, what, three, four? Three, three, yeah. And Daryl just goes, he does not like that wall. <laughs> So now we see Nate, our boy Nate, cleaning up the wreckage. <laughs> Nate's great. <laughs> Andy is icing his hand, and Robert California calls him into the office. So then we're in the break room, and um, Pam is eating lunch, I think, with Oscar. Um, Kelly is eating lunch with Kevin at a different table, and Ryan confronts Pam, says, oh, well, excuse yeah. me, saying that she was trashing him to Kelly. And um, she's like, no, I just reminded her that you treated her badly. And, and Ryan goes, that might be your opinion and her opinion, but it's not my opinion. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, he wants, or she wants, he wants her to say, say it to his face. And Pam's like, I think you're a bad person and I don't like you and I've said this to you before. <laughs> I made it very clear, yeah, you like, piece of shit. This isn't the first time. <clears throat> so, then Oscar and Kevin both admit that Ravi... Is way better for Kelly than Ryan. And Oscar <laughs> finds him attractive. Even Kevin's like, he's hot. Yeah, but Kevin's like, yo, man, you're crazy. Leave her he's alone. way better for her. And then Nate is in the back oh, of the room. This is the by highlight of the episode. Highlight. By himself. And he goes, Well, never having never met Ravi, um, I can already tell, like, I prefer him to you, Brian. I Calls know. him Brian. Yeah, I've known you for a little while, Brian. And again, not having ever met Ravi. I would have to say I'm on his side. Like, he's so like he's so kind. And he's sweet. so kind about it. He is too pure for this world. I fucking love Nate. Again, having never met him, I still prefer Rob. Yeah, but he has to reiterate it. <laughs> Like, just to drive the nail in. He's so fucking great. I've never met Ravi, but having only met known you a short while, Brian, I still prefer Ravi to you. Like, so kind. But that's, like, all the memes, and it's, like, 2020. Having only known you a short while, and having never met 2021, I have to say I prefer 2021. I'm glad Nate has been immortalized in yes. meme form. 
So now Ryan is freaking out saying that he wrote Kelly the most amazing poem and they would all cry if they heard it. Our love scares them. That's how he powerful it is. He can't even read it and Pam's like, no, read it. And he's like, I wouldn't even be able to make it through the tears. And he goes, our love isn't cookie cutter for them. Like, it scares them. And now, like, Kelly's, like, watching him leave. And in her talking head, she goes, Robbie makes me incredibly, incredibly happy. And Ryan is nothing but drama. I just have to choose which one I want in my life. So now Robert is, um, he's like, listen, Andy, Nellie is manager. You're going to go back to sales. Maybe at some point we can revisit this. Yep. And he pulls a Nellie and just says no. And he actually even does it in a British accent at one point. So now they're leaving for the day. And we see Pam come this around is, the corner. Okay. I said Nate was the highlight. This might be the this highlight. This might be. Nate was a very, very high yeah, honorable mention. But um, The only time Pam was funny is this scene. You see Pam's face. Like, her mouth just drops open. And you see Ryan. He's dressed in, like, traditional Indian formal wear. And he's on top of a white horse. He's dressed as Prince Ali, essentially. Yeah, he right? is. And then Pam just starts going, Boo! <laughs> Boo! Boo! And she's running at him. Like, yeah, she's going she to attack is. him. It's but so it awesome. reminds me of the Princess Bride. Yes, Boo! exactly. Boo! That's exactly what it is. Like, but she's I, actually booing him. Yeah. Like, Boo! But I love Ryan because he goes, Pam, you are toxic. <laughs> and then Pam... Or, I'm sorry, Ryan basically, like, proposes to Kelly and says, I'm, I want to marry you someday, probably. And then the horse won't turn around and, and Pam's just like, oh, barf! <laughs> yeah. And then Jim's like, y'all, calm the fuck down. He, like, puts her his hand on her shoulder, like, Pam, back the fuck You're up. You're too invested in You're this. right? And um, he's like, I can't promise you that we'll stay together or that I won't cheat on you because modern marriages are not made that way and men are not made that way. And um, But I want to marry you, maybe. Definitely, maybe. And if we don't make it within the week, yeah. I'm going to roll those dice if it's 50-50. <laughs> and then Kelly goes up and she's like, Ryan, this is so amazing. But I love Ravi. And she's like, can I have a hug? And then they just start making out. And Pam's mm-hmm. like, fuck this. <laughs> and Jim's just like, glad she's so mature. That's great. So now, Andy, we're back in the office, and Andy keeps on just saying no. And Robert California goes, if you say no one more time, I'm going to fucking fire you. Yeah. And he's like, do you have anything else to say? And Andy goes, no. <laughs> Which was kind of a trick question, if we're being honest. A little bit. Um, and he's done. So Aaron, like, they're hanging, like, they're standing outside the office, and Andy's like, I feel so alive, I feel great, da-da-da-da-da, holding his box of shit. And Aaron goes to help him with it, and she's, like, he won't let her. And she goes, yeah, but you hurt your hand. And he goes, oh, I can't move it. Like, basically, got it. I've got a boner, finally, his let's bo- go do it. His boner is holding up the box, yeah. essentially. <laughs> and they just run away. Running there. Yeah. So now Pam and Jim are back in the office, going through the garbage, trying to find Ryan Ryan's beautiful poem. They find it. It's like three pages long. As they're reading it, Pam's just like, when he described himself as a child on a life raft in the middle of the Indian Ocean. And then Jim's in a talking head and he's got tears in his eyes. He just goes, Ryan can never know. <laughs> and that's it. They're both crying. Mm-hmm. What'd you give this one, dude? 2.3. I give this one a 3.1. I, there's parts of it. Yeah. And then there's parts of it I don't care for. Like, like all of Nellie and Andy? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Everything, the Ryan 
Kelly the Ryan stuff, Kelly stuff was good. I, literally just a few weeks ago, you were like, what is Ryan's purpose here? He hasn't still, evolved. He hasn't I, I done just, anything. I still feel that way to an extent. But he still, but at least this gave him something to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was funny. Like, yeah. And Kelly wasn't like a nut in this one. Like, mm-hmm. she, I don't even think she spoke until the end, to be completely honest. It was her and Robbie in the beginning. And every time Ryan was around, she was like silent. Yeah. She didn't say anything when he went to the break room or that. So like she was quiet and yeah. she just took it in. And, like, Pam was the one who drove it. This is, I swear to God, this is the first time Pam's been funny this entire series. Boo! <laughs> Boo! So, um, but, like, okay, so the Andy Nelly thing went on for only two episodes, but it feels like five. It felt like such a baton death march. Of This felt like its own season. It did. Like, everything from Florida doesn't, like... It didn't fit the rest of the season. No, because, like, I think of, like, the beginning of this season... Up until, like, pool party, maybe? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the Florida stuff starts. Yeah. And it just goes off the rails. It's just... Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. It feels like a very, very, very disjointed season. Yeah, and... It doesn't feel like it's the same. It's like... Got, it's gotten to the point where it's not funny. Yeah. Like, it's just not doing it for me. Um, but what sucks is, like, we only got... Like, this has been going on... Tallahassee was episode 15. Okay, what's Special this? Special project 20... was 14. What one is this? This is 21. Well, Special Project was okay, actually. That was the one when the they're doing the list. And... Yeah. Yeah, that one was okay. Um, but, but, like, it was it's literally been half the season yeah. with, like, the Florida stuff. Yeah, and then the Nelly stuff. Well, Nelly was a part of Florida. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's just been it's a downhill. It's been rough. She's just not a... She's not interesting. Mm. And... The second we saw her in... Um, search party. I was just like... She's oh. just written in such a way that I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there's really not much else to talk about. I mean... No. You know, Nate, now that I think Nate about... Nate and Pam and Ryan are the MVPs. Yeah, thank you to you three. You just pulled the shit out of the toilet on this one. So, two po- what'd you give it? I gave it 2.3? 3.1. All right. That's, Boo! That's, <laughs> that's low for you, even, so... Yeah. That's, so, well, yeah. So, tell everybody, Mary, where they can find us. Guys, you can find us on Twitter... At Brosis Podcast, we like to keep it funky fresh. Post of all, post all of our favorite screen grabs from our episodes. Kevin will discuss wrestling, football, really uh, anything you want yeah. to throw his way. I, I I like to find things. Yeah, post them. Fun stuff. <laughs> XFL coming back in twenty twenty two, baby. Woo woo! Right. And then um, you can also find us uh, via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Kevin, where can they find the cast? Wherever you're listening to us right now, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you will probably find us. So uh, just go out there and subscribe to the show today. Share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, uh, anybody, estranged relatives. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, share us around. Help the show grow. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find us each and every Monday at the Jenny Position podcast feed, where if you subscribe today, not only will you find us each and every Monday, you will find other great shows such as Freak Out Driving, Talkin' Pop, and Geekin' Sassy. So, do that today, everybody. I dare you. You'll thank us later. So, right now, that brings us up to Season 8, Episode 22, Fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> the cold open is Ryan pacing, going, oh, no, oh, no. And eventually Pam takes the bait, like, oh, what's up? No, I, it's not that she takes the bait. No, but she just wants him to get She's it out. She's just like, like, oh, fine, I guess it's my job. Okay. Yeah. Office administrator. <laughs> so Ryan's like, Smokey Robinson died. And he starts acting like Smokey Robinson was this big influence on his life and he cared. And he, he can only name one song, uh, Tracks of My Tears. Mm-hmm. And he's you know going on and on. And 
Jim and Pam are just kind of like fucking with him. Yeah. And she she even eventually comes out as a hard ass. Like, you're just pretending you're deep about music. Like, you don't really care. Yeah. You're not a Smokey Robinson fan. And then Oscar's like, it's a hoax. Yeah. Like, he didn't really die or whatever. And it goes, Ryan, the last thing Ryan says before that is, oh, these legends die and you, you never get a chance to really see them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when Oscar says it's a hoax, Jim's like, oh, look, he's playing State College coming up. $250 a ticket. You can go. That's only three hours away. <laughs> and Ryan's like trying to find any way to get out. And he's like, who's opening? Paul Anka, a.k.a. the name oh, of Lorelai Gilmore's yeah. <laughs> dog. And he's like, oh, he sucks. I can't do that. Like, yeah. I can't. Smokey wouldn't want that. He's, well, they also, like, Ryan's also like, oh, what? Because I don't like Jason Mraz or the Beatles. And Dwight takes the Beatles as offensive. I like, don't like the Beatles. What's that face? I, I, I Okay, I'll say this. I like early Beatles. I like... Like the poppy, like I want to hold yeah. your hand. Like I like it. Once sixty six hits and they start doing weird they shit, get funky. I'm not into like hippy dippy yellow submarine. Yeah, they they Beatles. do. They get some. They get some funkiness. Up All in you there. need is love is the worst song ever written. I content. Oh, Mary, it's five minutes. All you need is love. Like fuck that. So what I was going to and they're comment wearing like on, fucking oboe or okay, oboe. What, what I was God. What I was going to comment on was the choice of songs. Eleanor Rig- Rigby, paperback writer. Like those are the songs <laughs> that you pull out, Dwight. Really? Yeah. Not like well, I don't know. What would you say? I want to hold th- your hand eight days a week. So the Poppy Beatles. You're yeah. not going with like. Oh, I like the Poppy Beatles. So you're not going with like I am the Walrus. Well, the, well those are like field. I am the Walrus is. Fucking weird. I I like it. Don't get me wrong. I, there's a time and a place for the funky Beatles. <laughs> you two, okay? Bono fucking aborted that song Bono in Across the Universe. He, he he plays like this hippie dude in Across the Universe, the musical oh, based Bono. off the Beatles songs. Yeah, and he fucking ab- like it's an abortion of that song. Fuck you, Bono. <laughs> Did you write the South Park episode about him? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's a giant piece of You're shit. Coming at Bono hard today. I hate shit. Bono. No, but the Beatles... Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> the Beatles are one of those bands that I think everybody had to like. You had to say, like... Because that, like, Ryan wants music cred here. Yeah. Like, I think you'd be, you need to be like, oh, the Beatles... Well, he's trying this. to be the hipster that didn't like the Beatles. Yeah. Well, the thing that killed me... I remember Rolling Stone did an article about, like, the top Beatles songs or whatever. And they talked about Helter Skelter. And they're like... This song was the origins, or like the first germ of heavy metal music. I was like, "How dare you!" How, yeah. First, firstly, how dare you? Like that, <laughs> I did. I was like, Black Sabbath was at, at the very same time. Black Sabbath yeah. was like in the same studios doing music, and you're gonna be like, "Helter Skelter," doing like War Pigs. Yeah, like fuck <laughs> you. Oh god, like that was the time I I turned on the Beatles at that point. But it wasn't the Beatles' fault. It was no, Rolling but, Stones because they're like, a bunch of douche novels you, too. Okay. Musicians are tip like I mean we're talking Bono. Musicians oftentimes are the most insufferable pieces of shit in the world. Like they all have like the inflated egos. Yeah. And, like they're all gonna tell you how to vote and shit. You know? Yeah. And John Lennon might be the most sanctimonious piece of shit in the history of music. Yeah. Like he's that bad. Although, so Kevin hasn't been on Facebook for a while. I guys. deleted social so, 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 social social media. So, like, wrapped up social right media. Social media. Deleted, but there's yeah. actually a meme going around, and it's a picture of Yoko Ono and John Lennon. It's one of their photos where they're like standing naked. Naked, yeah. And it, the caption says. Yoko Ono destroyed the Beatles with that ass. <laughs> <laughs> and her ass is like yeah. kind of gross. It's oh, like yeah. flat and misshapen. Mishap- but they're like, <laughs> she destroyed the Beatles with that ass. Yeah, like that was the one that was worth it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
She's still going and making music. It's God still damn awful. It. Yeah. So anyway, fuck the Beatles. It's the, <laughs> the but, yeah, guys. So that was our cold open. Yeah, hipster music. <laughs> All these hipsters going out and they're fucking. Every time a big like old music guy dies now, they all go out and buy the vinyl and pretend like they were David Bowie fans mm-hmm. and that they were huge Prince fans. When yeah. seriously, like these are the same people who in the late nineties were like, Limp Biscuits, the shit, Kid Rock's awesome. Yo, that eighties shit is so old, it's so dated. Like and now they're just like, Oh my god, Prince was such an inspiration. Yeah. Like, don't be that guy. All no. right. <laughs> what do you got? You got something there? No, no, um So this is the picture. But it doesn't have the ca- caption oh, on it. Oh, dude, that's obviously. like that's like the in the in Coneheads when Beldar's in the shower. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Oh. But that's the picture, and somebody wrote Double. she destroyed the Beatles with that oh, ass. Not good. And it's also, like, oh god, it's like inverted. <laughs> inverted. It's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> so I found also cucumbers. It has been proven that cucumber also develops from the flower of the plant and contains the seeds, making it a fruit. Really, cucumber is a fruit. We've, yes. Hmm. Just look that up. But you didn't look up pumpkin? No. I just assumed since it had <laughs> seeds, it was a fruit. We'll ask mom after this. Yeah, hey mom. <laughs> so, uh, the, the show inter, or show starts, Robert California comes into the office. He's bitching about wearing a tie, like he's going to a autoerotic asphyxiation oh my conference. God. And he names some places. The Red Room here. Off 84 and oh Dominic's. Oh God. That you could go to for such uh, pleasures. Uh, Angela does a talking head where she says that the senator is having a fundraiser tonight and Robert California bought two tables for everybody to attend. Uh, Dwight enters. He's freaking out that there's a disgruntled ex-co-worker in the parking lot. And it turns out it's just Andy hanging out in his car. Mm-hmm. So they all go out there and um, they ask him if he's going to kill Robert, if he's okay. Oh God. And he says he's just picking up Aaron to take her to the fundraiser tonight. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, all right. Uh, we see Daryl go into Nelly for a signature, and she asks about the warehouse, and Daryl's just kind of like, oh, whatever, go, go down and ask him. Go downstairs, yeah. And she does a talking head where she basically says that she wants to win Daryl over as a friend. Yeah, but he, she also doesn't know that the warehouse is in the same building Yeah, she's, he's like, it's downstairs. She's like, oh. Oh, good joke. Ha, 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 ha. God, she just walked in. Yeah. Uh, so the fundraiser, Andy shows up, and he hugs Robert California. And he does a talking head where he says he's doing great. He pretends not to know how to look at the camera because it's been so long. Oh, it's been three days or something, it says. Yeah, it's like not even been a full week. Yeah. Kevin and Creed are doing a silent auction for ju- jujitsu lessons. And Kevin says, I'm going to get ripped. No. We- I thought, well, Kevin says, I'm going to get ripped. And then Creed goes, I don't want to get raped. No, no. Kevin says, I'm not going to get raped. Is that what he says? He says, oh, I'm I thought not... he said, because no, jiu-jitsu, like he was going to get. He said, I'm not going to get raped. And that's when Creed goes, well, I don't want to get raped. And he's like, but getting, not getting raped was my idea. <laughs> yeah, and they're like <laughs> writing it, like doing their auction or whatever. And Dwight comes over and it turns out he's confused by what a silent auction is. Yeah. He oh, thinks. Uh, sorry, the quote I actually did. Oh. No one's raping this guy. <laughs> that's what Kevin says. So sorry. Awesome. But, but yeah, Quaker yeah. Fair. Yeah, Qu- Quaker Fairs. Uh, Dwight thinks that it's guess the price, win the prize. <laughs> so uh, Andy is with Jim and Pam talking about the rock opera that he is writing. God. And Ryan does a talking head where he says, this guy's having a breakdown. Yep. Uh, Senator Lipton gives Oscar his number yeah. and tells him to call him when he's available, typically after 9 o'clock. Yeah. Well, I love because he's like, I had no idea you were so into dogs and Oscar. My dog Gerald is my life. And my life. Like, Which we got a picture of Gerald in a ladle a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, and he had galoshes on. He had galoshes. 
Oh, but, like, the way he says it is the most stereotypical gay man response. Yeah. <laughs> my dog Gerald is my life. <laughs> like, the way that he said it, I was like, I don't think Oscar's ever sounded more like a gay man. <laughs> this is, that's the one does. Yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so Oscar does a talking head where he said there's three things. The senator's gay. He still got it. And poor Angela. <laughs> so Andy tells Robert about the rock opera he's writing. Mm-hmm. And the main villain is Thomas Oregon. <laughs> and the guy, you know, at the end of the play, he or at the end of the rock opera, he pees his pants and learns a lesson or whatever. Yeah. And the good guy is based on Andy. So, of course, Ro- California is like, Oh, so I'm the villain, you know, like that. Yeah, oh, he's the bad guy. So Andy starts singing, and Meredith tells him to shut up, and her and Stanley call him a jabroni, which I enjoyed very much. Yes. Uh, Andy, you are acting like a jabroni. (laughs) So California offers to pay for him and Aaron to leave and go out for a dinner. Now, quick note, side note. Did you happen to notice Gabe in the background? His hair is different. His hair is, like, fully brushed to the front. Yeah, he looks... He's got, like, Frankenstein bangs. But he looks like somebody. He kind of looks like... Uh, Eddie Munster? No. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Like, oh, there's some kid. Like, the kid from Terminator? I don't know. <laughs> I get Terminator 2. I don't know. He uh, looks like somebody. He looks... But he, like, his hair is Or like a Children of the brushed. Corn. Oh, maybe. Malachi. Like, yeah, like Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little, like, head preacher With, dude. like, the black hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of looks like that. Or Damon from... Uh, the Omen. The Omen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just saw him in the background, well, yeah, like a he, quick sneak, and I'm like, oh, his hair. He's like lurking. Yeah. <laughs> and it's black. It's not brown anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Andy Lee er, wants to go. He buys his own table for just himself at this thing. Mm. So uh, Andy is alone at his table, having the waiter put pepper on all of the salads. All ten of the salads. And he, um, Oscar sits and tells about his meeting with the senator to Pam, Pam and Jim. Mm-hmm. And Pam is like into it. She's like, and, you know, spill <gasps> oh the tea. Oh my God, he gave you that look. Yeah, and Jim doesn't believe it's sincere that he's just like schmoozing a voter. Yeah. So Jim goes up to him to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwight calls a Jim to get their price for a one-year membership, which is up for auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a $450 cappuccino machine. There's another thing. I forget what it is. You, you just see Dwight's name on the paper for $2,500. Oh my God. Like it's like... $2,300 more than the yeah. next uh, bet, not bet, uh, bid. bid. So Andy runs into David Wallace, your boy. Oh, I love David Wallace. I'm so happy he's back. Why David Wallace is at a local dog fundraiser in Scranton is beyond me, but he's there. I love David Wallace, though. <laughs> he asks Andy if he's still with Dunder Mifflin, and he says, oh, they cut me loose a week ago. And that's when Wallace says that he threw himself into Suck It, which yeah. uh, we talked a about. child's toy vacuum. Yeah. Vacuum for toys. And the U.S. military bought the patent for $20 million. Of course they did. So, Why is that the most believable part of this episode? Oh, that's extremely the most like. believable part, yes. <laughs> so Nellie is with Daryl now and tries talking about regular people food like pizza and hamburgers and shit like that. And she starts talking about tacos. Well, Daryl's like, oh, tacos. Yeah. But she goes, what other foods do we like? We, yes. So Daryl's like offers to go get tacos, and she's like, "What is it like twenty dollars for two tacos?" And he's like, uh, "Thirty, thirty. <laughs> so she gives him thirty dollars, and Daryl goes off to get tacos. Um, Jim gets the senator's number and sits down, mm-hmm. and Oscar and Pam are like, "Ooh, yep. this adds a wrinkle to it." Like they're intrigued. And he's that- like, "Yeah, no, he just gives the phone number out." 
No, they're like, oh, well, he must think Jim's gay or something. <laughs> and so, you know, they're doing all their whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert California. Well, and he's like, guys, life is not Downton Abbey. And they're like, life is Downton Abbey, Jim. <laughs> I've never seen it. You strike me as someone did, who's watched well, it. Well, I didn't. Okay. I binge watched it. So, like, I didn't understand the hype forever. And then our mom and sister started watching it. And they were like, no, it's actually something, like, you would enjoy. Because at first I was like, fuck that. I'm not watching that bullshit. <laughs> and then I watched it. Like, I watched the entire series in, like, three weeks. And was it okay? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't something that I was like, if I was to watch it on TV, that I would be waiting. I, I wouldn't want to wait a week for each episode. It's kind of like it's I enjoyed it. binging it. But I don't think I would have watched it live. Wouldn't have the focus. Yeah, and I wouldn't, and I didn't pay twenty dollars for the movie to rent it off Amazon. Guys, we're not covering Downton Abbey. <laughs> get ready, get ready. It's not happening. Um, so, Robert, I mean, we can. No, we're not. Yeah, we if can, you dude. pay us, if you write a check for five hundred fucking dollars <laughs> and send it to one of our PayPal's, I we will talk about Downton Abbey. I don't give a shit. If you pay us, we'll do it. So California gets up to speak. We see Angela to the side. A guy's holding a dog, and she's just like totally grossed out. Yeah, she wants her cats. They're not dogs. Dogs don't have souls. <laughs> uh, Andy starts heckling, kind of like talking shit about Robert while he's doing the thing. Well, I mean, in his defense, like Robert made did not make a joke, but, but acted he as if it was one. Yeah, like, and everybody laughed. So Andy, he's talking about old dogs. Like, was it old service dogs or something? Yeah, they were old service dogs, and then their owners either passed away, and that's how they ended up in the shelter. Yeah. So Andy goes up and says he'll take all of the dogs. Mm-hmm. And, like, Robert's trying to, like, Andy, like, cut down, we'll talk about this later or whatever. But Andy makes a big deal. Like, this is very Michael Scott. I'm going to take that bitch home. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh! He's yeah. like, no, the female dog. And it's, again, that goes back to the hacky writing that we've yeah. talked about in the last season or so. And it's just like a Michael Scott moment, essentially. Absolutely. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. So then we see Andy in the back with the dogs, and uh, the guy is giving him instructions, like, rectal medications. There's mm-hmm. one with a, who hasn't had a muzzle. Uh, yeah, no, that's the or first has had day a, without yeah. a muzzle. Yeah, like all this shit. And Andy's just, like, again, going through a crisis because mm-hmm. there's an emotional support dog that's there with yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, we see er- Meredith gets the number of the senator. And Oscar does I can only imagine what her concern is as a constituent. <laughs> so Oscar, Looks like Katrina. Katrina. Yeah, <laughs> she's looking for, like, FEMA. So Oscar does a talking head where he says he's not disappointed, but he really is, deep down. Yeah, he's like, only a monster, an aging, lonely monster, <laughs> aging would lonely. want my co-worker, my friend's husband, to hit on me. <laughs> so Daryl now... Uh, gets Returns. back yeah, with the tacos, eight, do- eight for $3. Yeah, he's like, they were on sale, eight for $3. <laughs> so Nellie has no idea how to eat it. She's like holding a hard shell taco up and like shoveling, shoveling it into her mouth or whatever. It's like falling all over the place. And Daryl does a talking head where he just says, she's trying. Um, the silent auction results now, and it turns out Dwight won everything. And he like gets up, he's like doing karate moves. Yeah, he's like, like yes! yes, you guys don't know what you're doing. I just had to look up the prices. Ah, <laughs> idiots! And the, then he realizes as the lady's making an announcement that he donated over thirty four thousand dollars. <laughs> and Jim starts going speech, speech. <laughs> so Dwight gets up there and he turns it around on the people for having a fundraiser rather than giving the money directly to the dogs. Look right. at these tables tarted up like Victorian whores. I love that line. Tarted up. Oh, I love it. And like, this is like poster of a dog. And this dog has like soulless eyes. Yeah. And he's like, give it to the dog foundation. <laughs> and then he like just runs out. He yeah. just runs away. Um, Oscar is leaving. Okay, this 
the scene. Oscar's leaving. He shakes hands with the senator, and the senator's like, yeah, make sure you call me, Oscar. And he grabs his arm and, like, rubs li- it. It lingers, and he runs it down to, like, Oscar's hand. Yeah. And Os- Oscar's, like, <laughs> all excited. He's like, why does this happen to me? Oh. Also, poor Angela. Yeah, he always comes back to poor Angela. <laughs> so Andy is with the dogs, and Jim, Pam, Aaron, and Kevin come back. And they're all like, oh, this is cool, Andy. That's all right. That's and, great. And Aaron's like, this is my life now. I'm a dog nurse. <laughs> Good and for you. As they're doing, like, they're all going along with it or whatever. And then Kevin is the voice of reason, like, this is insane. You lost your job. The, you're having a breakdown. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> like, Kevin just, like, comes out with, like, all this shit. Voice of reason. And Andy admits that he's a mess. And then they try to, like, support him or whatever. And Kevin does a talking head where he's like, everyone I work with is an idiot. That's <laughs> what I think every day. Uh, Every of the time. I mean, yeah, he's just like, he's trying to figure out the right way to say it, so he's just God. making word soup. It's hilarious. Oh, every of the time is how he decides every to end it. Every of the time. So then at the end of the episode, we find out that everybody, like some people got dogs at this auction. Yeah, they did adopt the aging dog. And so did Kevin. He got, what's his, Ruby? Ruby. Yeah. And like, everybody's asking him questions. She's like, oh, she won't eat. I even got Ruby her. Ruby or Roxy? Uh-huh. Well, maybe Daryl's his name, Ruby. I forget. No, his is Pepper. Okay, yeah, it's Ruby then. Anyway, yeah. So it won't eat. And they're like, well, does she poop a lot? No, she barely ever poops. It's great. Nothing to clean up. Yeah. And then he's like, she just lies there. I'll even put on the TV and I'll have to prop her eyes open. And, <laughs> and slowly everybody's face is like, oh my God, and, Kevin has a dead dog. Yeah, then Jim's like, does she smell? Yeah. She smells awful. <laughs> I don't want to put her in the tub though. I'm afraid she'll drown. And everybody's like, oh my God, she's dead. And then we go and Kevin's like, first of all, it's the most sparsely pop. <laughs> he's like on the floor with this dog. And it's like wood paneling, a yes. recliner, and a table. It looks like where like Frazier's dad would live. You know, it looks like. Well, it's like if we thought Aaron's green screen in Florida was bad. Oh, this was so on the cheap. It was fantastic. But Kevin's laying there, and the dog starts licking. It's really like if Kevin like, was everybody's a dog. so worried or so curious about you, Ruby. She's just lazy. I know a dog like that. Yes. I think we both do. Yes, we do. And the dog stinks, too. It's still, God, wow. So, that's the end of the episode. And to burn a dog bed after it used it. What did you give it? I gave this a 2.9. I I said Kevin's ending was awesome. Andy's annoying as fuck. Love to see my little David Wallace come back. Uh, Little David Wallace. My little David Wallace. I love him. I gave this one a 2.3. Same as the last one, because Andy... Like I said, it it was approaching cringe Michael Scott like I didn't care for. Yeah. Like he's, ha- okay, Andy's having a break. Like, I yeah. swear to God, this is, uh, I feel Every like we've time. seen this. Like, yeah. Well, now they're just reusing Michael Scott plots. Yeah, they really are. And they're having Andy act as Michael or Scott. Or Nellie. Yeah. And it's just like. Like in the last episode where I was like, Nellie's monologue is something that I feel like I've heard Michael yeah. Scott say. And then, so the B plot is the oscar senator thing yeah which is good yeah uh, but then the c1 with i think there's like two scenes of nelly and daryl and it's just like whatever she doesn't know how to eat a taco and she says taco taco so like but it just, did make me want to eat a taco it did it. i told you i wanted i was i'm not a kevin I, is not a taco fan i love guys. like enchiladas and burritos like i love mexican yeah. food but i hate like i don't just hate tacos. Plain tacos i'm just not in the mood for tacos ever yeah. but like watching that i was like i gotta eat a taco oh my god so it was a great show. Yeah. No, I, I'll take the pain. It wasn't a great show, is what I meant to it was, say. It was a fun parts of an episode. There was 
the Oscar senator stuff always makes me laugh. I yeah. like that stuff. And the fact that they dragged Jim into it and they mocked his shoes. Yeah. Where he's, Oscar's like, a gay man wouldn't be caught dead coming out of his house with those shoes. And Pam's like, I know, right? And wouldn't walk out wouldn't, of the store. Yeah. And Jim's like, you bought these for me. <laughs> She's like, shut up. <laughs> That's how she marked him as hers. Yeah. But I do love that. Like, I love the Pam-Oscar, like, friendship. Well, they, it all started with the Finer Things Club. Yes. Yeah. I, I just love, like, their dynamic and how, like, Pam's like, oh, I have my little gay friend. Unbelievable. That's <laughs> still one of my favorites. It's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, so, otherwise, I mean, it just, in California was only, aside from the asphyxiation line, <laughs> like, he was useless in this Yeah, one. he really didn't do much. Yeah, so, it just, it was a whatever. And not everybody... Stop being a jabroni. Like, Meredith jabroni. told Andy to have some class. Jabroni is funny. And what? <laughs> I just don't know. It was, it just I wasn't w- that I solid. I almost wish that we had more of the ensemble. Like, everybody yeah. was there. I wish that they had, like, Creed doing more weird shit. Oh, that's like, right. Greed, or Greed. Creed. Dwight with yeah. the silent auction. It was okay. Like, it had its moments, but. Yeah. But I wish that they utilized the supporting cast a little bit more little in this bit episode. More, yeah. Because they had them there to do it. Yeah. And there was not much. Yeah. So. Uh, otherwise, like, I got not much to add to that. Yeah. It's just, like, these last four have been disappointing. Yeah. But I know we're wrapping up season eight next week. And just Hallelujah. To, what do we got? Next episode, or next podcast, we're going to be covering episode 23, Turf War, and episode 24, uh, Free Family Portrait Studio. And we'll have our season eight wrap-up, too. The, the autopsy. And I think this is going to be an interesting one. More so than past seasons. Yeah. I think season eight it's we're going to be very polarizing, yeah. I think. <laughs> I think we're going to be all over the place because if I'm not mistaken, I think we had an almost five star episode earlier this season yeah. and it started off pretty well. It was a strong season. Yeah. Like both of us were like, wow, we did not think season five was going to be this good. Season eight. <laughs> or season eight <laughs> was going to be this good. Yeah. And then it died. <laughs> it died somewhere. <laughs> all right, guys. So that'll wrap it up for this week. But. Please share the show. Tell people about us. Help the show grow. We would greatly appreciate if you would do that for us. Yes. We love our fans. We hope that you love us enough to share us around and mean a great deal to us. Also, you can find us each and every Monday on any podcasting app that you use, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Anchor, what have you. Uh, you can find us also each and every Monday on the Jenny Position Podcast feed. If you subscribe today, you can listen to us as well as other great shows such as Deacon Sassy, Freak Out Drive and Journey Through Infinity and more. So, oh, and also you can find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast. And if you have longer form feedback, send it to the show at BrotherSisterRewatch at gmail.com, all one word. So until then, everybody, we'll catch you, uh, catch you on down the road. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>